Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double and Ben Variety Show. How are ya? How you doing? Good to see ya. Happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever fucking day it is you listen to this. How you doing? Are you well? Are you still sad about the Queen? Are you so sad that you had to take time out of your day to sit in front of your fucking TV and watch the funeral, which went on for about, what, six hours? How many people watch that fucking thing? What? But I, 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 did I read it right that there were like four billion people that... Four billion people that watched that fucking thing? Please do not... I'm going to look this shit up. You know what? I'm going to fact check, my, fact check myself because I really hope that I'm wrong. Because if four billion people... Four billion people in the world. What is that? Like half of the world's population sat down to watch the Queen's funeral. Then... I don't know, maybe China and Russia should just launch the nukes. Maybe it just... Doesn't everyone have a job to get to? Doesn't everyone have to, like, spend time to contribute to the economy? Doesn't everyone have, like, a a family to take care of? Didn't you just have a kid? Don't you have friends to go and see? Don't you have bills to pay? I mean, you know, if you're a kid and you're in school, don't you have homework to do? Or some shit? I don't know, what the fuck are you doing sitting around watching a funeral for? A queen. I get it. It's sad. It's upsetting. I personally am not affected by it because I have Irish blood in me. I have Irish ancestry, so I think you can tell which side that I'm on. And I can tell you right now, I did not sit down to watch the funeral. You know, and listen to fucking Peter Overton be like, oh yes, they're coming through right now. And oh, Joe Biden's wife looks very nice today. Look at those heels. Oh, they're black. Are they Prada? It's like, who gives a fuck? Alright, let's look this up. How many people watched the Queen's funeral? Let's see this shit. Oh, okay. Well, I was definitely wrong. All right, it was not 4 billion. It was 26.2 million people. 26.2 million. Not 4 billion. I was going to say, I don't think half the world's population even has the money to fucking watch it on TV. All right? But 26.2 million of you decided to not go to work that day to sit in front of a screen and just cry over someone who represented a political system that has brutalized and fucking colonized countries that are third world amongst the fucking globe, alright? You liked her because she had a fucking crown on her head and it looked nice. It looks like royalty. It reminds me of what I want to be when I be it when I'm older. I want to have a wedding and a castle. And Queen Elizabeth reminds me of that. It's so nice. Whatever. You know what? I can't talk. I can't. You know what? I am being so fucking mean right now. You know what? I'm a hypocrite. I am completely full of shit. You know why? Because the day that Alex Jones dies, if there is not 26.2 million people watching his funeral... I am going to go join QAnon. Dead set. That's not a joke. I'm going to go join Al-Qaeda. I will give up in life. If people do not watch that man's funeral, if I do not see 26.2 million of you sitting on your fucking asses, eating KFC, McDonald's, ordering Uber Eats, whatever the fuck it is you like to eat, if I do not see 26.2 million of you sitting there and watching Alex Jones's funeral, I'm done. I'm done. I will go into the woods and join a Christian militia, and whenever someone tries to, you know, offer me flowers that they picked up off the ground and sell me some roses, I will blow their fucking heads off. It's dead set. It's not a joke. I'm willing to go that far. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know how I got 4 billion people. Like, why the fuck did Sydney Morning Herald write, did 4 billion people really watch the Queen's funeral? I don't even think that... It doesn't even make sense. I don't think that half the world's population has the income to even fucking afford a TV. Like that, that, it's not wrong. A lot, you know, there are, you know, we are in a poverty stricken world. That, you know, I don't think four billion people have the fucking resources to watch the Queen's funeral. Or, I don't know, they might have listened to it on the fucking radio. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Um, fuck no. There's no way four billion people watch this shit. There's no way. You know, you got all these British people standing outside Buckingham Palace, love. Oh, the fucking Queen's dead, bruv. What are we going to do? 
We're going to have Prince Andrew instead, love. God. Surely the fucking monarch, like the, you know, now that she's gone, you know, now that she's passed and she's off in fucking doggy heaven with her corgis or whatever, surely, you know, that, you know, British royal family monarchy horseshit, surely that's over. Surely that's done. King Charles, like, no one gives a fuck about him. Everyone hates him anyway after the way he treated Princess Diana. Like, I'm not fully aware of their relationship. I didn't really care then. I don't really care now. I was too young to care. I probably wasn't even fucking born. And I, when, I, when, when I got out of, you know, when I came to life, never crossed my mind to do research on Princess Diana's relationship because I didn't give a fuck. All I knew was, was that she had beef with the family and didn't like her. There are some very, you know, uh, there, there, there are some questions surrounding her death and the family's involvement, whatever. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because I don't know enough. I've just heard certain things. But, you know, it's over. It's done. It's like, you know, let's move on. You know, a 10-day mourning period? Why? How many, how many, like, who, can, can someone answer, okay, I actually want to know this in a serious context, all right? I'm not kidding, like, I'm not, I'm not kidding now, all right? This is a fucking legitimate question. Why do you want to stand outside a castle that you're never going to be able to, you're never going to get into? They're never going to let your, you know, bum ass into the castle, like, why do you want to stand out there and cry, be like, oh my god, love, she's fucking gone, lad, even though she literally used government money that was meant to go towards the, the, the state poverty fund, she used the state poverty fund to heat Buckingham Palace, why do you want to mourn for 10 days over this person's death, she doesn't give a fuck about you, she never did, you know, I love how, you know, they, everyone gives, like, North Koreans, all these, like, you know, we look at, like, when Kim Jong-il died, you know, when all these North Koreans, like, were forced to cry, or else they were going to be sent into fucking, you know, labor camps, they didn't cry hard enough. I love how, like, Western media gives all those people shit, even though they don't look at the full context being like, if they don't fucking cry enough, they're literally going to be sent to a prison camp and die. I love how we laugh at them. But when the queen dies over here, we just go, oh my god, 10 day mourning period, love. And like, there's like billboards of her, you see photos of her in the fucking train station, they're doing a moment of silence at the footy. It's like, it's all the same. <clears throat> it is the exact same, okay? It's just, our, our propaganda system is completely different to a third world countries, right? <clears throat> in a third world country, say like North Korea. You know, they're very much like, look at our leader, he's so strong, he's so wise, he has such a big cock and all that. Like, you know, they they do all, it's very obvious propaganda. But here, in Western, you know, Western society, the way our propaganda system works is that, you know, they have to manipulate the people to, like, praise the leaders, right? And praise the powers that be, you know, BP, Shell, you know, your oil companies... All, like, all these, like, huge, big business companies, right? Western media has to, like, manipulate you to think that they're good. I'll give you, I'll give you an example, right? And I'm probably going to get... I, oh, Jesus Christ. I, 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 this is a really risky example to be talking about on Spotify. This is probably really going to get me fucked, but... Whatever. We'll just go into it. Was there another... Is there another less risky one? I just... Given all the shit that happened with Joe Rogan, I don't want to fucking... You know, let me think of another example. What other example is there? Like, you look at like, okay, I'll give you, okay, this is a safe example. The other one had to do with like vaccines and shit. I don't want to fucking go down that rabbit hole. But you say, like, say with like the military industrial complex, right? You look at, you watch like CNN primetime, right? You're watching the evening news on CNN, right? All these sponsorship ads will come up. Do you know what some of those ads are? They're ads for like Raytheon, Boeing, all these huge mega companies in the military industrial complex, they manipulate you to think that these companies are good. That is propaganda, okay? Propaganda is everywhere in the world. Ours is just more subtle. It's more manipulative, you know? So you look at the shit with the queen, right? They mean, like, they, like, none of these, like, major news networks are going to focus on the fact, like, you know, 
the the kind of political system that she represents the fact that she like used government money that was meant to like help out people on welfare help out people that were stuck in poverty like they're never going to re- report on the fact that she used that money to fucking heat up Buckingham Palace they're never going to report on that or they're never going to report on the fact that she had political influence over certain bills in British Parliament they're never going to report on that. It's just going to be like, she is wise, the, the royal family is amazing, and they're going to treat them like they're a bunch of fucking celebrities because in Western culture, for some fucking reason, we still, like, hail celebrities. Like, oh my God, they're so great. Oh my God, they're so wise, and all this bullshit. It's, it's, we, it's actually, like, through, like, I, I honestly feel like through, like, the, the propaganda system in, like, Western culture, I do feel like it has, like, this is a very, like, kind of like, you know, self-helpy point, if you will, but it's created this real, like, superficial outlook on the way we look at, like, you know, the elite and celebrities and all that, being like, oh my god, they're so hot, they're so wise, oh my god, they're such royalty and all this shit, but at the end of the day, it's like, none of you are going to understand that this is the how the propaganda model works at all. It's not fully how it works. There's obviously other extensions to it, but just in regards to the Queen and, you know, celebrities and all that shit, this is how it works, right? Anyway. So, yeah, Queen's funeral. Like, and look, I'll be honest with you. Finding news stories for this week was the most frustrating shit ever. It was the most frustrating shit ever. Because all, all people fucking spoke about, all that was like the big rage, the big news was the Queen's funeral. Oh, my God. Look at, um, look at, um, bloody, uh, Joe Biden. He's putting up with his wife. Oh, they're coming in a car right now. Oh, he won't come on the bus. He won't do that. It's just like, fuck me, dude. It's like, come on, guys. Let's, let's move on here, all right? I get it. Grieve. Do what you gotta do. Mourn. I don't know. But can we just fucking... Can we just... Come on, man. Come on. Alright? This is someone who was worth, like... What What was the fucking... I, I actually want to get this accurate. Queens, it was... Something's fucking... Something fucking ridiculous. Like, in the billions, Queens net worth. Oh, here we go. Like, the Queen had $500 million in assets. The royal family itself is like a $28 billion empire. Like, these people, they they are the elite of the elite. And they don't get that money through, like, hard work, picking yourself up, all your bootstraps, saving your little gold pennies. No. They They go into third world countries... They rape and pillage their natural resources. They fucking steal all of their resources. They sell it off to foreign banks and mining companies. That is how they get their money. They fucking steal all these resources from like developing, from like these third world countries. That's how it works. What are you fucking sad that their leader died for? They're fucking like, and how do you think, what, you think they just go into the, like these countries and just go like, oh, hi, wow. You know, we could really use some uh, gas. We could really use, uh, we really want to mine. In some of these areas. Do you mind if we just do that? No. They fucking go in there. Bomb the shit out of it. Shoot a bunch of people. And fucking take the resources. What? You think they do it diplomatically? That's not how it works. It's just like. You know. It's. I love how everyone just like. Thinks Dan Andrews. Is a dictator. And they go. Dictator Dan. Dictator Dan down to Victoria. Mate. Let me tell you. I mean, you know, they say Adolf Hitler's pretty bad. Oh, mate. Have you ever heard of Dan Andrews? It's just like... Guys. Give the man a fucking break. Okay? I honestly do believe Dan Andrews might be the biggest victim of cyberbullying. That's not a joke. I think he is the biggest victim of cyberbullying. This fucking guy... I'll even go to the most basic fucking policy. Like, you know... He wants to, like, make you know, make sure you can get your, you know, L's for free. If you want to get your learner's driving license, he's going to he's gonna do it for you for free. And everyone's just giving him shit about it. It's like, why are you fucking complaining? 
Half the time you're on fucking Facebook talking about, like, do you, have you seen the bills these days? Even when you go to Audi, mate, fucking outrageous. I just want to buy some Atlantic salmon for about nine bucks, but it happens to be 12 bucks. This is fucking ridiculous. Anyway, let me go spend all my paycheck on beers and slapping on the fucking pokies. Yeah, fuck Dan Andrews, though. It's just like, dude. How, why are you complaining about this? Why is this fucking bad? Why? Because you had to stay inside for a little bit longer. You know, you got all these fucking white girl influences on Instagram being like, ah, oh, day two. I haven't seen any girls to have some rosé and a cheese board. It's just so hard. Dan Andrews isn't even hot. He has glasses and not in the Ryan Gosling sexy way. He just looks like a nerd. I wouldn't fuck him at all. You know, and it is, look, it is a shame. You know, <clears throat> if Dan Andrews was fuckable, I think he wouldn't get as much shit. Like, you look at Zelensky in Ukraine, like, you look at his policies in Ukraine before, you know, all this shit went down between Russia and Ukraine. Not a great dude, you know. Um, but hey, now that the shit's, you know, popped off, he, you look at the guy and he's fuckable. You look at the guy and he is fucking well. I'm straight, alright? Hey, 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 hey. I'm not saying I'd do anything. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think the people are a lot more accommodating to him because he's got the he's got decent looks. You know, Dan Andrews, on the other hand, poor fucking guy. He looks like he probably got way too many wedgies in PE. He was probably the victim of stacks on every day. You know, you know, probably had fucking dodgeballs thrown at his melon. Like, leave the you know, but he's a he's a dude. Who cares? He's a good lad. He runs the best economy dom domestically in Australia. He does. He's done well. Low taxes. Good job growth productivity. Like, what? can you really give the guy shit? Why? Like, you know, you got to have your fucking protest. You got to start your riot. It was great. You had your fun. Now look at you. <clears throat> You're still complaining because you, you know, you want to, you know, be, you want to keep your pride and be able to pay for your son's fucking L so he can buy his, you know, get his L plates and shit. It's like, come on, <clears throat> what are we doing here? Anyway, speaking of dumb horse shit, Chris Kenny, Sky News. What did he have to say about Joe Biden? I swear to God, you look up Joe Biden <clears throat> on Google, right? All it is, is this guy and he's been like, well, that was embarrassing by Joe Biden. Did you see this gaffe? Joe Biden doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, my God. He's such a dum-dum. It's like, we get it. Actually, we're getting it. Shut up, Chris. Fuck off. Look at, look, look, look at this fucking... Okay, I can't... You, okay. If you go onto this article, like... Obviously, I'm going to read it out. But you got, like, Chris Kenny sitting, like, in front of, like, you know, his green screen and shit. And it's got, like, the Queen's funeral and all that being like, Joe Biden's a dictator. Anyway, how good's the Queen? How good is rape and pillaging all these third world countries' resources? It's just like, at the end of the day, it is Sky News. They're hilarious. I love them. But, you know, it's like, self-awareness goes a long way. Self-awareness takes you to the fucking moon, mate. Alright? This shit is a bit silly. Not really like a whole lot of sense, okay? Anyway, Chris Kenny doesn't like the fact that Joe Biden won't be busting it into the Queen's funeral. He's upset that, <clears throat> you know, Joe Biden's going to get the Secret Service to drive him in. And, um, okay, I just want to make this clear before I keep going. This is all I could fucking find for this week. You don't understand how desperate I am, Okay. The, I, I'm not, I don't, if, if there was a normal news week, this wouldn't even, this wouldn't even fall into consideration, okay? This is a waste of my fucking time, but desperate times call for desperate measures because people just can't shut the fuck up about how good fucking, you know, uh, Prince Harry looked, whatever his fucking name is, or, you know, how nice Meghan Markle's dress was. Oh my God. This is... The most infuriating shit. Do you understand how much I fucking hate the royal family? It's like, you are, like, wasting all this time on your horse shit. I, I really hope after this funeral, the, the, the fucking royal family just dies off. 
you know, you have the working class in Britain just storm and raid the Buckingham Palace. I really hope that that's the case after that this is done. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jesus, I'm kidding. All right, I'm saying I'm kidding because I don't want the feds knocking on my door. Okay, I do not need the Australian Federal Police knocking on my door saying that I'm trying to incite violence. It's a joke. I'm joking. Okay. All right, I'm a good lad. I pay my taxes. All right, I'm a good Australian citizen. I sing the national anthem. I don't watch the footy. That might get you know. That might not help my case, but still, I love this country. I don't like. The, I don't like the government. Well, I like the current government, but you know, I don't like the liberals. But hey, I've um, I've I've always been a peaceful young lad. Anyway, you got you you go into fucking Google right, and you type in Joe Biden. And all it comes up with is a stone he's ripping on him. And it's like, will you guys just fucking... Like, okay, we get it. You don't like him. We get it. We get it. You don't like Joe Biden. Okay, that's fine. I'm not saying you have to. I don't love him either. I don't hate him. He's alright. Is he perfect? No. He's better than I expected. I'll give him that. You know? But, um... Chris Kenny came out and had something to say. Let's see what fucking Chris Kenny had to say. And again, um, I really don't want to talk about this, but we just have, this is nothing else, okay? Give me a fucking break. Impotence of some political power, royal, democratic or otherwise, as the organisational details of next week's royal funeral play out. For example, the invited guests, including government leaders, have been asked to arrive by commercial flights where possible to simplify the logistics. But our own Prime Minister, for one, won't be complying. Anthony Albanese will fly over in a Royal Australian Air Force VIP jet. No doubt plenty more will do the same. It might even rile the new monarch, with King Charles III, of course, a long-time climate alarmist and emissions reduction virtue signaller. The dignitaries have also been asked to streamline the event by not using limousines and instead joining special buses to take them to Westminster Abbey on the day of the funeral. And no doubt most of them will comply with that request. But US President Joe Biden has already been given an exception. As usual, he'll be taking his beast, the so-called special armour-plated presidential vehicle used by the Commander-in-Chief in the US, and he'll be driven, Biden will be driven to the funeral in that beast. No bussing it in for the leader of the free world. OK. <clears throat> Alright. This is how you know that fucking Western media deserves to die a horrible, slow fucking death. I know it's Sky News. I know I love it. I know it's funny. I know it's entertainment. But honest to God, this fucking guy, Chris Kenny, alright? I can't... Okay. Paul Murray. I can listen to him... Because he takes himself ultra seriously and he thinks he's like leading this like resistance against Anthony Albanese and his idea of a resistance is just getting more viewership for his fucking show. Right? It's pretty sad and pathetic. But Chris fucking Kenny can't even do that. Chris fucking Kenny made a goddamn documentary about Kevin Rudd and Malcolm Turnbull being like, they're the same person, man in the mirror. Do you get it? It's a reference to Michael Jackson. Oh, I'm dancing with the man in the mirror. What are the fucking song is, right? It's like, this fucking guy is, fuck, is absolutely pathetic and shithouse at his own job, right? At least Paul Murray's, like, creative in how fucking horrible he is, right? At least he can, like, create a resistance and he's got, like, some rock music and he's got fucking bowling pins and a photo of Trump in the background. It's funny. This fucking guy is standing in front of, like, oh, Queen Elizabeth's funeral. It's so sad. We have to pay our respects. It's like, listen, get your goddamn tongue out and start licking the fucking boot real hard, all right? Start kissing it. Start kissing it, all right? You are upset that, you know, fucking Albo flew in on a government-provided plane, right? He didn't want, you know, oh, it's such a shame. It's such a, it's such a crime that he didn't want to, you know, sit in economy next to some fucking fatty who's had, like, two meals of fucking chicken. And he's eating, you know, he's only six pack of fucking peanuts. You know, you're upset about that, you know, Albo's not going to sit there and watch, the, you know... The, 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 the latest film Top Gun and you know in, on, on his fucking seat. You know. 
you're upset about that, that he's not going to, you know, get an economy ticket with fucking Virgin Airlines. You're upset about that. And he's also upset being like, you know, Joe Biden won't get the bus. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Like, why is this? Like, I understand that people get desperate for content. All right, I'm in the same situation right now because you fucks won't shut up about this goddamn funeral, all right? You won't even make it entertaining. You just talk about, look at what they're wearing. Oh, look at the car they drove in. Oh, my God. It's like, I am at a point where I'm honestly going to start watching North Korean state media each night just to get me through this bullshit, all right? I'm probably going to be more informed. Dead set. I will sit there and watch Iranian state media TV just to talk about why, you know, Iran needs nukes. I will sit there and watch Russian state propaganda just to talk about why Hillary Clinton giving Vladimir Putin $300 million worth of uranium was a good thing. So they can make more nukes and potentially one day just to shut Ukraine up, Ukraine up drop the fucking bomb. Alright? This is how bad it is. Alright? This fucking guy is complaining that Joe Biden's not getting a bus in. He's not getting a bus. Alright? He's not going to be able to tap on his Opal card. He's not going to be able to press the stop button and be like, Hey, Jack, that was my stop back there. Who gives a fuck? Let him drive in and he's, he's, he's got a cool car. What? You wouldn't drive that car? You wouldn't? Dude, if I had the opportunity to drive that car around, I'd fucking drive it around. Fuck the bus. I don't want to deal with some junkie on the bus being like, Oi, bro, you got fucking head on this, bro. Want to get me a fucking dollar coffee from 7-Eleven, bro. I don't want to deal with that shit. If I can drive that slick-ass car, I'd be fucking doing burnouts in that shit. It's a mad car. It's bulletproof. 100%. I'd fucking... Dude, if I had that car, I'd go by... the. I'd, dude, I'd go by fucking Campbelltown and start pissing off a bunch of gangsters, roll my window up so they can start shooting at my car and I can just stick the finger up at them from the fucking driver's seat. It'd be a lot of fun. What, Chris Kenny, you don't want to do that? You want to get the bus? I bet you don't even get the bus into work every day. What do you care whether or not Joe Biden's going to be bussing it in into the Queen's funeral? He's the leader of the free world. Wow. Talk about setting an example. Dude, you are sitting there licking the boot of the monarchy. Shut the fuck up. Enough. Okay? If Paul Murray... <clears throat> was reporting on this shit, or Alan Jones, I'd be more forgiving, because they're funny. He's not. He's a basic, bland bitch. Alright, he sucks. He's boring. Anyway, let's move on. <sighs> I've had enough of this shit. Anyway, <clears throat> let's talk about... Okay, and I know you're all you're going to get pissed off being like, why is he talking about Australian politics? This sucks. It's like... Not much is really happening. Not a whole lot, you know? <sighs> Don't blame me. Blame the fucking media, okay? Anyway, let's move on. I've had enough talking about the Queen. Alright, it's the last... I'm never uttering her name again, okay? <clears throat> so, Joe Biden. Talking about Joey B this week. It's the Biden special. Joe Biden has uh, made the railroads and labor unions reach a deal to avert a strike. Good on you, Joey. Good on you, Brandon. Dark Brandon's coming out of the woods, kids. I wish he just would come out, like, when he does his next speech, and then, like, he just behind him had all that red lighting that pissed off all the Republicans. I wish he just came out, made that speech in front of that lighting, and, and talked about this deal and just be like... It's not Dark Brandon, Jack. It is now the conductor. I wish he just would do that. That'd be fucking awesome. Okay. Um, can we watch this shit? I don't. I can't be fucked reading. I really can't be fucked reading out loud today. All right. When you do a podcast for nearly an hour and you're constantly talking, your mouth gets all fucking dry and shit. Hang on. Joe Biden rail unions. All right. Give me a sec. Oh, fuck off. If we don't fix climate change, it'll fix us. I love how, like, all these news networks be like, climate change is bad. Anyway, here's our, here's, here's our sponsor, ExxonMobil. 
President Biden saying Here a tentative railway labor agreement has been reached. Want to get to Elon Roy, who joins us with the latest from D.C. Good morning. Well, good morning, Angie. We have now heard from both the White House and industry that a deal has indeed been reached and a strike averted ahead of tonight's midnight deadline. Now, President Biden called this a victory for workers who will get better pay and improved working conditions and for the rail companies since they'll be able to recruit and retain more employees. In a statement, President Biden thanked the unions and the rail companies for negotiating in good faith, and he said the hard work done to reach this tentative agreement means that our economy can avert the significant damage any shutdown would have brought. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh, who's been spearheading these talks, also tweeted this morning that the deal balances the needs of workers, businesses, and our nation's economy. Now, the Association of American Railroads said that these new contracts would give employees a total of a 24% wage increase wow. from between 2020 to 2024 and an immediate payout that averages $11,000. Now, this deal would cover about 60,000 workers, but it does still need to be ratified by the unions. Now, the statements this morning do not address the issue of sick leave. Democratic lawmakers had said that was one of the major sticking points in these talks. Workers have been asking for 15 days of dedicated paid sick time. A source told NBC News that uh, these negotiations could still go on for several weeks as union workers actually ratify the contract. NBC News also reporting that President Biden got personally involved in these talks by placing a 9 p.m. phone call to the labor secretary and the negotiators in order to try to work through this logjam publicly. President Biden is saying that he's hoping this agreement gives workers some hard-earned peace of mind. Back over to you guys. So let's just talk to you. Let's All right. <clears throat> so good old fucking Doc Brandon has, uh, you know, come in, avoided another, like, you know, helped avoid it, uh, another union issue because unions in America have been fucking gutted. Work like they, they, they're in the fucking ashes. Like they've always been in the ashes. Unions in America have been absolutely shut on. They are on the rise. Like there was a recent union deal with Amazon and the way that, you know, workers in the warehouse get treated because Amazon treats their workers like absolute dog shit. You know, I know, you know, you want to go on Amazon and get the latest book about how to live your best life and just, you know, just just go for it, sister. All right, you want to order that fucking book on Amazon. You want to order it on Amazon Prime. But little do you know that the way you get that book, you know, through those workers, those workers get treated like absolute dog shit. All right, there are reports that workers have to literally piss and shit in water bottles because they don't have enough. They don't get given time to have toilet breaks. I'm going to say that again. They don't get given time to have toilet breaks, and if they have a toilet break, they get a fuck. They they get into shit. They get into trouble. That is the kind of working conditions that fucking Amazon workers face, right? So, obviously, as of recently, <clears throat> I forget the guy's name, I'm going to have to look this up, but they reached a union deal in one of the warehouses where, you know, workers get better pay, better working conditions. So, you know, obviously, there is a big movement to, you know, uh, have have more union fucking presence within work, you know, a worker's space, right? So... <clears throat> With this railroad stuff, it's good. And the reason it's worked out well is because it wasn't just Dark Brandon. It was also Bernie Sanders, right? right? The entire time when this deal was being written up and they were you know, trying to negotiate what was going to happen, Bernie fucking Sanders, the real president of the United States, the dude that should have won, um, <clears throat> he was always back in the unions, right? Um... The, fucking, the Republicans were doing everything they could to, you know, not help the unions whatsoever, right? <clears throat> the fucking Republicans proposed that, like, you know, they had a proposal to force the unions to accept the labor deal. But Sanders looked at that and went, no, absolutely fucking not, all right? It's not going to help the situation. It's not going to, like, it's only going to worsen working conditions. Sorry, I had technical problems. I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, yeah, anyway, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so Bernie, you know, the Republicans wanted to force the, you know, the workers and companies to accept, you know, the recommendations of a nonpartisan panel to avoid a strike that would impact millions of Americans, right? That's what the Republicans wanted to do. Essentially, they went to these unions and they went to these workers and they said, listen, shut the fuck up, accept the deal, all 
right? This is our deal, and this is what you're going to do. But Sanders stepped in, told them to fuck off, and he worked with Biden, and he created a better deal, right? And I think this is a good look for Biden, because he's always talked about how he's a union man, he's always going to back the unions, you know, he grew up, you know, he's always recognized how important unions are, right? Now, obviously, because he's a corporate Democrat, I don't think he's always reflected that ideal very well, but Sanders literally, like, the guy is always shat on and smeared by the media, right? But all, all the time, he's always, like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's always done what he what he can in order to pass proper bills, to make sure, you know, people got the proper stimulus checks during COVID because the government was being sleazy pieces of shit, being like, yeah, we said 2000 but we're going to give you 1400 Because remember that little 600 you got at the start? Remember that shit? Sanders looked at that and went, no, fuck that, right? He literally stood, like, he, he was... Fucking passing bills, trying to pass bills, forcing bills, you know, stood up on the floor during fucking Christmas to make sure that people got the, the proper stimulus checks. How do you look at that guy thinking he's a communist, he's a socialist? It's like, you don't even know what those fucking words mean. So, he's a good lad. He always has been. And, um, yeah, he has always stood up to the Republicans. When they, you know, because they're so fucking anti-union, anti-worker, as are the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, literally couldn't give a fuck, you know, she's as horrible as the rest of them. But, you got Bernie, who time after time, has always backed unions, has always wanted the, you know, he's always backed trade unions. He's always made sure, you know, workers get proper pay and working conditions and sick leave. He's always pushed for, like, healthcare amongst workers, right? He is the fucking real hero of this story. I'll give Biden credit, but Sanders is the one who's really, like, fought tooth and nail here. Right? So, I think Sanders and Biden working together in order to, you know, improve, you know, working conditions and, you know, um, help unions rise up throughout America. Because, you know, obviously unions get, you know, fucking... Like, they get absolutely, like, torn apart by the government. The fact that Biden and Sanders have been, you know, passing bills, crossing the floor, and, you know, standing up on the floor in order to, you know, make sure bills go through and, you know, tell the Republicans to fuck off. I think it's a fucking great thing. It really, it it works out well. You know, and these fucking railroad companies generate such a huge profit. And workers get treated like absolute shit. They don't get proper, like, you know, they don't get proper sick leave, they don't get proper pay, they don't get any of that shit. So it's good that, you know, Sanders is like, you know, even just, he's pushing the most basic ideas of just being like, what if you just gave him like paid sick days? And obviously, you know, these massive, you know, rail companies are just like, no, fuck that. We're not doing that. And obviously, you know, it's going to lead to a strike. It's going to fuck up the economy. But, you know, Sanders comes in and does what he, you know, passes all these bills and blocks these proposals by the Republicans that like essentially like keep these workers hostage. Yeah, so Sanders is the man. Couldn't give a fuck. I could, I, Sanders is the guy. You know, he should have been the president, but good on Joey. Good on, good on, good old fucking Dark Brandon too. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. You know, working with Sanders, like, it's good shit. It's good shit. Gives you a little glimmer of hope. Oh, shit. Alright. Do I have any questions? Alright, give me a sec. I'm going to check my email, see if I've got any fucking questions. Okay. <clears throat> um, alright. This is Wish.com wish therapy. Uh, now, we didn't get sent any questions this week, because you're all a bunch of lazy pricks. That's alright. Whatever, what the fuck can you do? Um, but this is my favorite segment, and I'll, uh, this is the fun part of the podcast, and I want to have fun. I'm done talking about monarchies and corporations and rape and pillaging natural resources and fucking unions and all that shit. I want to have fun, so I'm going to go on to Reddit, and I'm going to answer a question. All right, give me a sec. All right, here we go. 
Am I paranoid or am I right? For some background information, a few years ago, I, currently male, 25, dated this girl. He's got dated in a fucking quotation marks. Uh, we were together for over two years. She would constantly cheat on me. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. So why'd you stay in it? Okay. Jesus, alright. Oh, you know. Um, you didn't leave after the first time, not even the second? Was she, how good was she in bed? I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. You gotta fucking... At some point, you gotta walk away, you know? She would talk to other guys, send them pictures, nude or otherwise. Holy shit! Buddy, what, what are we doing here? You know, I know it sounds like, you know, and I'm... In the words of Abby Chatfield, victim blaming, but bro, come on. At some point, if you if you fucking girls doing this shit, like it's over. You're only you're only you only got yourself to blame from this point. All right, I'm giving you some tough love here, but you know, come on, man, what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? You, you know, and she would have sex with them as well. So why the fuck did you stay in it? Why did you stay in it? I mean, you're 25, granted, you know, this might be your first relationship, whatever, but come on, man, you can't fucking hitch your wagon to this. You're going to stick around with some chick that you apparently love, but, you know, you're willing to let her go blow some other fucking dude? On top of that, she would constantly gaslight, manipulate, and abuse me emotionally as well as physically. Who wrote this? A fucking ragdoll? I I'm struggling to believe that this is real. Come on, man. This can't be fucking real. What, what are you putting up with this shit for? Jesus Christ. Alright, maybe I'm being a bit mean. Maybe I'm being a bit rough. Maybe I'll just read ahead. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some more context that I'm missing. Alright. And any time I made the effort to try and communicate my feelings in the relationship, it would always turn into a huge argument. Fast forward, and it's been a few years. I took the time... To try and heal myself from all that and come to accept what has happened. And I honestly thought I was a better person because of it. Well, good for you. That's good. So I thought I might try dating again. I was in a place in life where I thought I would be. it would be okay to bring another person in. So I matched with this beautiful woman. Female 24 on Tinder. Oh, good old Tinder Rooney. Good old Tinder Rooney. The fuck palace, as the kids call it. We went on a few dates. And she was slash is ama amazing. Sorry, I got the hiccups. She's everything I could have asked for in a partner. She's kind, smart, attentive, willing to communicate, and everything else you could imagine. She, this sounds great. What could go wrong? Now to present day. We have been dating for over a little for a little over a month officially. I've met her family. She's met my family and my friends, and would and it would honestly be the perfect relationship, except for one thing. Bah, bah. Oh, dearie lord. Um, I can't get it out of my head that she's cheating on me. Whether it would just be talking to guys via Snapchat, Instagram, or actually going on dates or having sex with them. I brought, these, I brought up these emotions, thoughts to her before, and as the amazing girlfriend that she is, she looked me dead in the eye and said, I will never do that to you. But I feel like I keep looking for small pieces, pieces of evidence to prove that she's being unfaithful Almost like I want to catch up. Um, my trouble is knowing if I've already made up my mind and looking for evidence to support it, or if my hyper paranoia is actually just trying to tell me that something is right, and if the former is true, how do I stop these feelings of anxiety? TLDR, I don't know what the fuck that means. Been seeing this girl officially for over a little month. Ah, uh, oh, okay, you're trying to summarize it. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Alright. Okay. <sighs> well, oh, let me just stretch real quick. Oh, fuck! Why did I go to the gym last night at ten p.m.? Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm fucking sore. All right, okay. A few years ago, so you did this over. A few, you saw this other fucking psycho over a few years ago, right? Now you met yourself a nice woman. You know, you you know, you, you, things are going great. You've met a family. You've you've patted the family dog. You've helped her mum do the dishes. You're you, you fucking you do you feel like you're doing well. This is good. This is good. You're on the right track. You 
are on the way to becoming a family man. Alright? The mother's going to sit there. She's going to talk about you at her brunches with her ladies. And be like, oh my god, he's such a good boy to my daughter. I just love him so much. He does my gardening. He picks up my newspaper for me. Everything's going well. But... You have a little bit of, uh, you're starting to think that maybe this girl might not seem, you know, she might be not what you thought she was, right? You got, you got some fears. Um, here's the thing. Okay. You have come from a relationship which happens to sound like your first love, right? You've, you've come from that. And it sounds like it's fucked you up a little bit. Uh, that's completely normal. That is completely fine. You're not... There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, you've said it's been a few years, so this is good. Um, you know, I I would say, you know, I don't. You, everything you're feeling is valid. Your feelings are always going to be valid, okay? Anyone who tells you otherwise is a fucking asshole and they didn't... You know, their parents probably didn't hug them enough and love them, okay? Here's the thing. Um... You, you communicate, right? You're already a step ahead of the game, right? Um, I would just say, you know, whether she be talking to guys via Snapchat, Instagram. Wait, hang on. I can't just use... So wait, do you have evidence whether or not she's Snapchatting or Instagramming these dudes? I don't know if I've been you, maybe she'll look at me, but I would never do that to you. Look, I would just... Here's what I... This is the way I look at it. Here's the way that I'm... Okay. Oh, I've got it. Oh, oh, oh. I've got the perfect fucking answer to this. All right? I was trying to think what am I going to say to him. All right? I would say to you, um, what you... What I think what you need to start doing is like I would... Um, I would start maybe going to therapy, going to counseling. Uh, I don't know whether or not you've really... Like, I think you should go speak to a proper professional about this because it sounds like you've... You're carrying some shit, which is completely fine and normal. I think we all do in life. There's nothing fucking wrong with that, all right? There's, there's, not, there's nothing to be ashamed of. But I would go and speak to someone about this and deal with it. Um, in regards to your girlfriend as well, um, I... Look, this is easier said than done, but I would just maybe... Like, I wouldn't... If you constantly interrogate her about this shit, it's going to create problems that aren't there. This is the way I think that you should look at it. I don't think you should ask the question whether or not you trust your girlfriend enough to, you know, know whether or not she's going to cheat on you. I think the way you've got to look at it is, do I trust myself enough to walk away when it happens? That is a very freeing mindset. It's a freeing fucking mindset, and I'll tell you why. In your first relationship, you put up with a bunch of horseshit. Now, here's the thing. You need to hold yourself accountable here. you got to hold yourself accountable here. And you can't constantly project being like, is she going to do this? Is she going to do this? Is she going to do this? Look, dude, if you find the evidence that she does something, you need to have the fucking strength to walk away. Okay? You can't put up with this bullshit like you did last time. It sounds like you're a changed person. It's great. But you need to like... It's hard because you don't have evidence. But... I would just say, enjoy this relationship with her. If you feel like, you know, you, if your gut's legitimately telling you that something's off and she's doing something, I would address it and I would deal with it. And if you find evidence to support your claims, then walk the fuck away. Get out of it. Get out of it. Don't do any of this shit like you did last time. You need to trust yourself enough to walk away here, okay? Trust yourself enough. Go... Go get some therapy, go get some counseling, go speak to someone about this because it sounds like you're carrying some stuff which is completely fine. Um, you know, I would just, yeah, she sounds like a great girl. Um, you know, and when you, when you, if you, if you honestly feel like something's off or you feel like she's doing something, whatever you do, be calm, don't accuse her of shit, don't get angry, don't get emotional, all right? Fuck all that, keep your cool, all right? Just be as cool as a fucking cucumber when you talk to her, okay? The last thing you want to do is be mean and abrasive towards women, all right? You can't be fu You can't do that. You can't do it, all right? You can't do that shit because then, you know, they can cry at the top of a hat like fucking Meryl Streep, all right? They, 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 like, seriously. 
it's just it's one of those things where like you just got to be calm, cool, collected. You know, I would say keep enjoying your relationship with her. It sounds like you're in a great place, but at the same time, yeah, don't trust your gut. Listen to what your gut can say. You know, um, just at the same time though, if you feel like something's wrong, address it. Be calm, collected, and trust yourself enough if something does happen that you walk away. Alright? Do not put up with this horse shit like you did last time. Okay? Um, don't... I, I, yeah, it's like you were saying here, but I feel like I keep looking for small pieces of evidence to prove that she's being unfaithful. Almost like I want to catch her. Yeah, dude, you're gonna... Look. You've got... You, you're carrying shit from the last relationship. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Alright, that's 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 normal. It's it's you got you you just have to go and deal with the profe- you have to go deal with that professionally with a professional, you know? Um just dude, enjoy the relationship. Just you know, go with the flow in this. You know, I know that sounds really cheesy, but just be you know, flow. There's such a thing as flow in a relationship. Just go be easy, man. Be easy. Take the pressure off. You know, if you feel like something's legitimately legitimately wrong, then address it. Alright? If you really feel like something's fucking off. And I'm not saying you should do this. I'm not saying you should do this, but if you really feel like, you know, your girl's fucking around on you, I wouldn't be mad and I wouldn't judge you if you... Had a bit of a snoop on the DMs if you catch them on drift, alright? Not saying you should do it, but if you write back to me, I'm not going to judge you for it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But, you only only do it if you feel like something's fucking weird. I, I'm probably really not helping you here, alright? I'm a fucking dumbass. I'm a moron, alright? This is called Wish.com Therapy. This is not Amazon Prime Therapy. This is not eBay Therapy. This is Wish.com Therapy. Anyway, these questions are fun. Is there another one? These are fucking so much fun. Okay, boyfriend insists me trying to talk about my feelings is me trying to fight then will act cold to me after any attempt at communicating. What the fuck? Alright. To give some background, I, 20-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend, 23-year-old male, for three and a half years. Shit. You're in this one for the long haul, eh? Alright. You got a job with a company that requires to do some out-of-country traveling for a few months at a time on a two-year contract. His next and hopefully final destination is in Sweden, which he will be living there for six months. I've always hated long distance, but I love him with my whole heart and and want to support him so he can... Both have the future we dream of. I can't picture picture my future with anyone else, which is why I'm bored here. Every time my boyfriend is about to get shipped off to his new job placement, I find he gets cold with me and kind of emotionally unavailable. I know he lives a busy life, but I find he's quick to use that as an example excuse whenever I bring up how I've been feeling as if I've been put on the back burner. For example, a big thing he does is is he overcommits or agrees to do things with me, but once something comes up, I'm immediately told it's the way it is, I'm so busy and I need to pack, or something along those lines. I understand he's busy, but a little validation would go a long way. I've tried explaining how simply saying, I'm sorry, things aren't going as planned. I understand your disappointment and I'm sorry, just know I love you and appreciate your, your support would be enough to get me to stop bringing up my feelings. Instead, oh fuck, this is a long one. Alright, we're going to be in here for a while, boys. Um... Instead, I almost get told, I almost always get told that he can't change the situation. It is what it is. And I get, and I get that. I fully understand. It's just I'm also human. Sometimes I get hurt when I find more than often I'm having to go along with it. I can't turn off those feelings. I support him in his endeavors and I just wish I had the same support. I find he doesn't listen to me to understand my feelings, but to reply in defense of his situation. Oh, Y'all gonna keep this, these fucking, you know, uh, you gotta keep these shorter, fucking tired, dude. Um, uh, where was I at before I fucking started bitching and bitching and complaining? Uh, which I know already know his situation. Situation. Blah, blah, blah. I just want to feel heard too. It gets to a point where every comment from me expressing myself is turned into him ignoring me and saying that he's sick of fighting. The thing is, though, 
I'm calm and overly cautious as to how I word things in order to avoid a fight. If you just acknowledge my feelings by simply saying, I know it's hard, I love you, I wouldn't feel the need to express myself as often as I do because I would feel heard and supported. I love my boyfriend, I know he loves me. As a matter of fact, this is the most healthiest relationship I've been in. I mean, I'm reading this out. and Maybe when you're listening to this back, you might reconsider that statement. Um, but I'm realizing this is a pattern that every time he's about to leave, if I have anything to say about how I'm feeling, he immediately goes to pushing me away, stated that he's annoying and pissed because I keep trying to fight with him. Yeah, this isn't fucking healthy at all. Where'd you get... Uh, no, 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 no. This isn't the most healthiest relationship you've been in? How many have you been in? Okay. Um, he'll also make comments like, why, do, why did I even come down? This was not worth it. Fucking hell... Sweetheart, he... come on, man. You this, nah, come on. This is you can't put up with this shit. It's fucking horrible. Oh fucking hell! I mean, yeah, I'll just keep reading on. Uh, mind you, this never happens when he's not scheduled to leave. I've expressed, I've expressed time and time again recently that I don't know if he's intentionally doing this because he wants it easier to leave. He wants it to be easier to leave for such a long amount of time. But then I'm getting to the point where that this is severely going to affect our relationship. That this is a, having a severe effect on my mental health. I asked how we are supposed to continue this long distance relationship if he refuses to hear and communicate with me or bring his walls down. And to that, all he has to say is, okay, alright, I don't know, or I guess so. I don't recognize my boyfriend when he gets like this. I've tried giving him the benefit of the doubt so many times, but at this point, I really don't know what to do or say to him to, to truly hear me. I don't want to leave him. But I worry that if it doesn't get this doesn't get resolved, I'll have no choice. If someone could share their wisdom, I'd love you for forever. Well, welcome to Wish.com therapy, sweetie. Oh, I need to stand up. Oh. Alright. Oh, here's the deal. Here's the dealio. Oh, you are. Here's the thing, alright? Yeah, how old are you both? Alright, you're 20, he's 23, okay? You've been together for three and a half years, so you met him when you were like 16, 17, so you were in the nest of your parents, right? You grew up with your parents, uh, you went to school, you did your homework, you had a very rigid schedule, right? You, you go to school, you come home... You do your dinner, you do your homework, you'd hear your parents say, Jan, dinner's ready. Uh, you'd hear that every fucking time, right? Amanda, didn't I tell you to pick your socks up from the ground? What did I say about those wet towels? So you've had to put up with that for 18 fucking years, okay? So then you get out of school or you're still in school and you meet this lad. You meet this nice young man who, you know, you've never met before. Oh, my God. It's love at first sight. Oh, my God. This is amazing. This makes Romeo and Juliet look like fucking child's play. It's all lovely. Oh, my God. This is going to be the person I'm going to marry. We're going to walk down the aisle. Oh, my God. Maybe one day we'll be on Oprah. All this bullshit, right? It's not bullshit. I get, I'm being a fucking asshole, alright? I get what you're trying to say. I get it. I get it. Hey, I was young too. But here's the thing. You two are in very different places in life, okay? He is trying to build his life. He's trying to build his career. Um, he, you know, he's with a company. He's traveling around the world. Um, he's 23, so he's fucking young, okay, he's fucking young, he's a baby, okay, so you also are living a different life too, so you both have met at a very young age, you met him at the, when you're in the nest of your parents, and you haven't really been with anyone else, you haven't really gone out in the world and explored, and you haven't seen what's out there, right? This guy's living a very different life right now. And, um, you know, it's when, when you're trying to like communicate with him and he's reacting this way, like 
Sweetheart, this is fucking bullshit, okay? You, you, you should never be demonized or treated with hostility when you're telling them how you feel. Because everything you're bringing up is... It's normal. You're like, how's this going to work? You know, how are we going to spend time together? How do you want to move forward within this relationship? And if he's going to, you know, act like a little bitch and be like, I don't want to talk about it. I just want to pack my bag and I just want to go home. Like, if he's going to act like a little bitch, like, you can't put up with this shit. None of the, you said before that this is, like, the healthiest relationship you've been in. I mean, God only knows what your previous relationships have been like. Like, this isn't fucking healthy at all. You're trying to open yourself up and you're getting fucking shat on. You can't, you can't put up with this shit. It's ridiculous. You know, you, like, dude, the, the, the most important thing in a fucking relationship is, is what they always say. It's communication. If you can't even communicate with each other, then what the fuck are you doing? I get that you love the guy. I get that you care about him. I get the emotions involved. That's all fine and good. But really, when it comes down to it, love isn't enough. You need a fucking communication, boundaries, fucking expectations. Like, keeping the romance alive, all that shit. Like, it, that's what makes a relationship work. But you, you, you're with someone... Who can't even do any of that. He's not even giving you the fucking love. Like, you know. And what did you say before? Hang on. You wrote a huge fucking message. Um, uh, what did you say? Big thing he does is he overcommits or agrees to do things with me. Right, so he, so he's doing, you are, you are being so accommodating to this guy, alright? You are being so fucking accommodating. You sound like a, you sound like an absolute sweetheart. You sound like an absolute sweetheart, but you're putting up with all this bullshit, and you, you're working on his time. He's not going out of his way to like, you know, do things for you. He's not going out of his way to like, make you feel like you're appreciated. You know, he's not doing any of that shit. You're doing everything for him. I feel like you're putting in all this work. You're investing so much. You're giving so much into this. But he's not giving you fucking anything back. Do you know why? Because he's in a different place in his life. And he doesn't... I hate to say this. I don't really think he cares anymore. And he's kind of just using you. In a way. Like, you know, and the fact that you're trying to bring this stuff up with him and you're being treated like shit. Like, you can't put up with this. So here's what I would do. Um, I would sit down with him and I would be calm and collected. You're always going to be calm. You're always going to keep you cool. All right. You sit down with him when you see him next and you just sit there and you say, you don't get emotional. You don't say, how could you do this? I just, I want to get ice cream together. I thought we'd pick out some flowers. I mean, you know, it's just, I just don't understand it. Cause then he's going to freak out and be like, fuck off. Leave me alone! Like, it's going to turn into all this bullshit, so you've got to keep you calm, alright? So this is what you do. You sit down with him, right? And you just got to sit down with him and just be like, Listen, is this what you really want? Like, do you still want to do this with me? Do you? Is this what you really want? Do you want this relationship? Because I, I want to be with you, but, you know, I also want to be able to communicate with you. I want to be able to also... Move forward with you. Move forward with you in life. I, you know, I I want to be with you, but I also want a healthier relationship, and I want to be with someone who you know I can share a life with. You know, am I the person you want to do that with right now? Um, because if you want to go off and you want to focus on your own life and make things happen for you, then I completely get that. It's gonna be fucking heartbreaking, but you know. You just gotta ask him, is this what you really want? Do you really want to be doing this right now? You know, um... Because I, I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who fucking, you know, drag, you know, puts my fucking face in the mud whenever I try to open up about my feelings, you know? So I would just, I would talk to him about that. I would sit there, and if he flips out, and he goes like, It's bullshit, I'm busy, fuck off! And then you, I would just be like, listen, we need to have this conversation, alright? I need to, I need clarity. I need clarity because if I don't get it, then I'm gone. And if this isn't what you want, then I'm gone. But if you really want this, and this is what I want out of you. Well, this is what I want out of the relationship. You, there's nothing wrong with sharing your expectations. You're in a fucking three and a half year relationship. You should be able to have these conversations. And if you can't with this guy, then tell him to go fuck himself. Like, 
If he wants to go and live his own life, then let him go fucking do it, all right? This is... And if you... If, if things don't work out, then you know what you did? You, you, at least you didn't have a fucking kid with him. Imagine having a kid with this fucking dude. He's barely around. I get that he's got to go feed the family. I get he's got to go get a job and do all this shit. That's completely fine. But if you can't even communicate with this fucking dude, imagine trying to raise a child. So you're doing the right thing here. All right? Sit down with him. Talk to him. See what he says. If he doesn't like it, then I would just go through the pain of a breakup. Deal with the heartbreak. All right? And you're better off without him. If he wants to go through it with you, right? If he wants to be with you, then you need to tell him what, you're, what you want. All right? And if he can't give you that, then just wipe your hands clean. Cut your losses. And just know what you want in life. I'd say be single for a fair while. Go see what's out there. Go travel the world. Go build your own life. And you will be fucking thriving, okay? Anyway, I'm done. That's the podcast. I'm fucking tired now. Uh, my mouth hurts. Thank you very much. Send your questions. Emails down below. Uh, I love you very much. Uh, I'll see you next week. And uh, yeah, much love to you. All right, bye.